0: and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor and I call myself a resiliency expert as well. Uh, My purpose in life, my definite purpose uh, as per Napoleon Hill's number one success principle is to encourage people to live positively with and through the many and varied challenges of life. Find out more about the radio show at our website, Uh, which is journeytosuccessradio.com. I have on the show today as a guest a fellow Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor, uh, one who works directly with one of the 17 success principles. Uh, Ray Cantu is a star diamond beach body coach who has helped thousands of people take control of their health and fitness levels over the past seven years. He's a triathlete, salsa dancer, Krav Maga practitioner and kettleball enthusiast and also soon-to-be-an-emerging real estate uh, salesperson. When he was 17 years old, Ray lost his father due to unhealthy habits that led to cancer. And so with no father to guide him through life's speed bumps, Ray eventually found the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And after reading the book over 50 times, Wow, 50 times. And implementing its philosophy, Ray made the decision to get certified by the Napoleon Hill Foundation as a science of success instructor. And just in the last few weeks, his profile, along with mine, has been added to the Napoleon Hill Foundation website under their certified instructors tab. And uh, I know I click on my tab a lot. I probably imagine Ray does as well. You can find Ray on his website. Is C-A-N, the number two, coaching.com, can2coaching.com. Welcome to the show today, Ray.
1: Hey, thank you, Tom. Thanks for having me, man. I'm so excited to be on this show with you this morning.
0: Wow. You read Think and Grow Rich over 50 times.
1: How could you not read it over 50 times? That is one (laughs) of the most interesting books I've ever put my eyes on. You know, when, when I share it with people and, and I've shared it with, with with quite a lot of people, you know, I always point that section out of the book. You know, as soon as I as soon as I introduce it to them, I say, OK, read this, man. Napoleon Hill says it himself. Read this at least three times. OK, so promise me you'll read it at least three times. And if you get to three times, eventually you'll get to 50.
0: Nice. Now, in your bio, it said you found the book Think and Grow Rich. But I always like to ask people how they came about it. Is somebody... Uh, influential to you, say, "Hey, Ray, you should read this." Or a lot of people I've heard are like, oh, i just looking at a bookstore and like the title jumped out at me," or uh, some great stories I've heard. How did you actually find the book Thinking Real Rich?
1: You know, that's a very interesting story, Tom, and I'm glad you asked it. Uh, when I was in college, you know, I, I was I was I was kind of you know lost, and and you know, one of the first things that you do as as a man that's lost is you try to find help, and uh, the first first thing that I did when I was in college is I saw this group of men that just kind of really had their act together and it turns out that they were part of a fraternity, Sigma Lambda Beta. So shout out to all of my fraternity brothers listening to this call. Um, Anyhow, I I linked up with the president of the fraternity at the time and he introduced me to my first ever self-development book. And I wasn't thinking Grow Rich. It was was actually called uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And and that, that, that book if it was the first time I ever read anything with substance like that you know all these questions that a young man has you know were being answered in these books and uh, that book you know it it just it led to the next one which led to the next one which led to the next one and and the common common book between you know all of these introductions was Think and Grow Rich you know so it, it doesn't it doesn't take a very you know smart person to pick up on clues to say hey you know what is this Think and Grow Rich let me let me find it and 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 let me let me read it so uh uh that's that's how i got introduced to 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 thinking grow rich man it was just like wow. like connecting the
0: dots of success yeah amazing do you still have the original copy
1: you know what uh when when i got certified through the, through the foundation. They, they actually sent me a really nice collector's edition and that's what I have on my bookshelf. I, I, I don't know what I did with that original copy, wow. to be
0: honest. Collector's uh, edition? Than... Man, I'm going to, I'm calling Judy today. See where my collector's <laughs> edition is. So you don't have the one you originally found. Like no, Paul Proctor, I, 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 his I, is all taped up and pages falling out. Yeah, I, I wish
1: I can say that, but I, I believe that I did the next best thing and, and I paid it forward, man. I know I gave it to somebody, to who that person is. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> you're, I'm, you're making me laugh because uh, I don't have mine because as soon as I buy them, I end up giving them away. And so I never have <laughs> I never have one that's more than a year old, it seems like. I say, I'm going to keep one. I have one, okay, I'm going to keep one. have a signed one, signed by Napoleon Hill, so I'm keeping that one. Uh, So cool. So you found Think and Grow Rich. How old were you at that point?
1: You know, but before I answer that question, man, I just want to give you a special shout out. You know, Tom, you know, when I was when I was looking at getting certified by the Napoleon Hill Foundation, your website is is, you know, the first, the first one that I came across and, and the material that you had on there and your story was just so inspiring, man. You know, I can I can honestly say that, that it's because of you and your presence online, you know, that that I made the decision to get certified. So, you know, just real quick shout out to you, man. Good job.
0: Wow, I uh, I appreciate that. And I read the book. When I first started becoming an instructor, I read a book by Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Crush It! And at that point, I had no interest in social media. Uh, Kim, my wife, had a Facebook account. And I would say, okay, why don't you invite my cousin, and this person, let me know what's going on with them. Then I read Crush It! And they said, what could you write about every single day with passion? I was like well, Napoleon Hill would be easy to write about every single day with passion because there's so many people using it. There's so many, you know, stories that come out of it. And so I started my website. And, Ray, I'll tell you, like, I'm... I try to be a modest person, but like I'm Googling the Napoleon Hill Foundation every week. I Google Napoleon Hill Certified (laughs) Instructor. I Google the 17 Principles of Success, and I just grin ear to ear when I see my website on page one. And I've had people that are like mentors and trying to help me with my personal branding. They said... Talk less about the Napoleon Hill Foundation and more about your own self and your own personal story. And so I have to, like, ignore them because, come on, both of us know we have the universal success principles, well-researched. Why do I need to talk so much about myself? So great compliment. Now let us know, how old were you? Because I have a lot of people that say... You know, I read the book when I was like young, maybe teenager, early twenties. It meant nothing to me. I threw it away or put it away, and I never read it again for fifteen years. But you didn't. That didn't happen to you. So how old? And you're not old. So how old were you when you found the book?
1: You know, it's interesting that you say that, man. That's inter- because you know, I, I honestly believe that no man stands in the same river twice. Because a man changes, and so does a river. You know, so every time you pick up that book, you know something happened in your life that allows you to read it through a different lens, and you pick up, you know, that much more from it. Uh, so you know, the first time that I read it, man, I was I was hungry. You know, I was hungry. my My father passed away when I was uh, seventeen years old. It was it was actually about. F- within one week from my high school graduation, you know, so I'm making this transition from, from high school to college. I'm the first one in my family to go to college. I'm going to college, you know, in in another city, you know, three hours away. So, uh, you know, here I am, you know, with all of these questions, man, I've got tons of questions. And if, 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 if you, if you know me, if you know me, I ask a lot of questions. I mean, I I don't know where I got it from, man, but I'm honest, I'm a I'm a believer in the saying that that it's not the man with the best answers that gets ahead in life. It's the man with the best questions. And I had questions. I had questions. So the first time that I read the book, man, I was hungry. I was I was 20. Goodness, let's say 23 years old. You know, I was 23 years old. I I believe I had uh, I had just gone out to my first job out of school in, in uh, Bethesda, Maryland. And and it turns out, you know, that just wasn't the right fit for me. It was, it was a corporate construction job. I, I was in suit and tie. I was way over my head, you know, now that I look back at it. Uh, but when I left there, I came back and, and I was living in in New Braunfels, Texas, with uh, with my uncle, he housed me up for a while, and and I went to work. Man, I was like, you know, all the stuff that I studied in college, all the stuff I studied in, you know, in grade school. Um, I mean, it's it's not even a fraction of what I learned in, in Think and Grow Rich, and 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 as soon as I opened up that first chapter. You know, and as soon as I got through that first chapter, it it was it was like I, I had I had found, man, I had I had found like the the guide to life that I was looking for. So I was, I was about 23 years old, man, the first time that I went through it.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And what a great time. so Other people read it in their 40s and 50s and be like, man, if I had read that in my 20s and to read it 50 times. Now you're now your subconscious and knows it. Like Your subconscious knows the words before you come across them, and once it gets there, then you're set. And so as we know with the Napoleon Hill Foundation, leader certification, like, to me, it makes me feel taller just to say I'm a Napoleon Hill certified instructor. So they teach the 17 principles of success in the science of success and your focus your specialty and as anyone who follows me on social media can clearly see one of my uh priorities is the principle of sound health and uh working with a uh, beach body coach uh all the working the triathlete dancing uh kettleball all the things you do that is the focus of your life and to me um I was going to say some of the principles are not, you know, you don't have to use all of the principles, I like guess you would have to in some proportion, but if you don't have your health and your fitness, how are you going to pursue your purpose, the reason God created you to be on this earth and help other people and serve other people? And maybe it's a personal prejudice of mine, but if I see anyone trying to, Speaker or anyone trying to improve someone or teach them how to live life and they are clearly not healthy people, um, something rings in the back of my head and it's like, okay, do you believe all of what you're telling me? And so talk about how you found this passion and purpose to help people with their health and their fitness.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's very interesting that, that you bring that up because I've, I've had, you know, similar experiences and, and I've had mixed emotions, you know, when, when I've come across uh, a, a, a success coach, you know, sharing his nuggets of wisdom with, with the audience. And one of the first things that I do, man, is, is I root myself. You know, what does that mean? Well, that means, you know, that asking myself, why am I here? Why am I in this particular crowd? What am I trying to learn? and and is that speaker is that coach has he found success in that area and and if he has and you know of course i continue to listen what I love, what I love, Tom, about, about my continued education, once I read Think and Grow Rich and I got into the science of success, you know, it's it, the way that I feel about it, and maybe you feel similar, is I felt like the science of success was like an expanded version of Think and Grow Rich. You know, Think and Grow Rich was just a, a consolidated, you know, a, a, a book that allows you know the ordinary man to get through it, you know, as quick as possible, and get really the the substance, you know, the meat of 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 the path to success, and and the science of success is just it's 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 you know it's it talks about things in more detail. So right. when, going into the science of success, man, what I really love about it is is how it opens up and it talks about the true riches of life. You know, the twelve mm. true riches of life. You know, and 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 after reading it man, I don't know a lot of if a lot of people pick this up, you know. And so some of you guys that are listening to this, you know, maybe you have read Think and Grow Rich, maybe maybe you are a science of success instructor and I hope you picked up on this because because when 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 Dr. Hill was was meeting with Andrew Carnegie, you know, Andrew Carnegie wanted him to to create a philosophy, you know, a philosophy. And and the way that the science of success opens up starts with the philosophy of obtaining these twelve riches of life and so most of the time when we look at success or we hear success, you know it's it's intertwined with with financial success you know and and so so we go to bed at night feeling less of a success because our bank accounts don't reflect that financial success when when dr hill you know, he opens it up and he says there's 12 riches of life and, and the financial success, the economic security, believe it or not, it's at the mm. bottom of the list. It's the very last thing, whereas the first three, first and foremost, is a positive mental attitude. I mean, that is the ultimate richness that you can obtain. And second, sound physical health and a third one is is harmony in, in human relations. So when when I started studying this science of success, you know, my 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 objective was to become a rich man according to this philosophy. You know, to become rich in all 12 of these categories. You know, in the order that, that Dr. Hill um presented them. You know, so so right. Number two on there is sound physical health, and so what I see so often, Tom, and 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 maybe you see the same thing, man. Maybe maybe the audience that's that's listening to this, maybe you that are listening to this, you know, you've seen it, or maybe you you know you're you're experiencing it, is putting that dollar bill in front of your health, like taking not buying into this full philosophy. You know, just like you said, you know, Doctor Hill, he studied some of the most successful people in America, you know, on the planet, people that really made America what it is today. And, 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 and he saw this common element, you know, th- that, you want to put your health, you want to go, you want to, you want that to be one of your, your biggest riches in life. So I'm very, very passionate about sharing systems to help people, you know, check mark that off, you know, so they can continue to obtain these other richnesses in
0: life. Right, and it's something that cannot and should not be ignored. It would help the economic development of I live in Canada, you live in the states of the world, wherever you live, if people took care of their health. And I, I probably I don't talk about it or even in my bio or introduction, uh, but I've had rheumatoid arthritis since I'm five. That's uh, 48 years now. I'm 53. Every joint from my jaw to my toes. I've been having pain in my jaws for a number of months now. and Uh, every joint. So most of my joints are either totally fused or they have little range of motion. And yet, if you follow me on social media, you know I am working out regularly. I have three workouts. I do the pool for half an hour, followed by a nice warm steam uh, room. And I have weights one day, and then I do 30 minutes of treadmill another day. And I have a big excuse not to. I, If you fight pain, you're tired all the time. Fighting pain requires energy. And I always have aches and pains, three to five to six places a day, where most people listening would be like, I'm staying home today. Like, oh, sweetie, get me this and help me with this. And I live with that. So I have a reason to say, well, why would I want to lift weights? Why would I want to do treadmill? Why... Well, the pool I can understand because it feels so good. But I'm passionate about it and I have every reason not to. But everybody can, in some way. I'm even thinking of my stepfather. I know he'll never listen, but he's 86. He had a stroke. He could walk. He complains about not walking because he's in a wheelchair, has to use a walker, but he does no exercise. I said, Well, I'll buy you a five pound weight that I can wrap around your leg. And while you're watching TV, just lift it up here in commercials. Nope, do not do that. It's like, okay. So some people choose not to have good health. Well, you're also choosing other things that are going to happen down the road. And so don't say I wish I could when you could have before. And so I'm passionate about sound health as well. I have a lot of reasons not to be or to bow out of it. But it's a very passionate uh, thing and, and you know it as well, you've seen it on social media. So, how how did you come across uh, Beachbody? Because it's a very popular. I've heard of it, I don't know a lot about it. Last month, my wife said, Oh, they have some free exercise videos. I was like, Oh, okay, so let me see a break and get some. So, uh, at some point, you now this is your focus, is number two on the list. Thanks. PMA number one. I have a PMA tattoo, so you know where I think about PMA. <laughs> uh, Chino designed it for me, and so now you're okay. Now I'm focused on health and fitness and serving others, helping others. This is how I'm going to make money. How do you come across each body and say, okay, this is this is the system I believe in, I love that's going to work and, and that is working because you know you got a lot of people uh, 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 working with you on their various health challenges.
1: That's a good question, man. And, and before I answer that, you know, because I, I want to make sure that, that I, I, I continue to harp, you know, the relationship between, you know, you, you, you alluded to it, but I just want to dive into it a little bit more because I think it's important. Because there is a direct relationship between the work that you put into your health and fitness and, and, and the work that you put into other areas of success. You know that, right? I mean, right. the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. It's, it's, it's just it's so weird, but it's, it's so right. true. And, and and the way, hey, the, the work that goes... Can I
0: just yeah, go ahead, go ahead. one second second, cause I had a story come. Uh, I think of that kind of a philosophy, even with like filling up a kettle or water a jug, you know, that you have in the fridge. Like a lot of people just pour their thing in, put it back in the fridge. But how you do one thing, if you fill it up right to where it was or more, how you do that little thing? Is often how you do anything little thing. So go on, because I really love that. How you do one thing is how you do everything generally.
1: That's so true, man. It's so true. And if if you you know, I know a lot of people that are listening to this call, and anybody that gets into thinking, grow rich, or or into the science of success. I mean, Doctor Hill, he picked up on it too. More often than not, the majority of the people that listen to this material, they want to become rich financially. And the same, the same habits, the same disciplines that, that are required to become rich financially can be learned through your fitness. The, 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 you know the discipline, the consistency, you know the mm. the law of going the extra mile. Okay, law of going the nice. extra mile. You know, just 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 to point this one out real quick. You know, there's two basic things that that uh, I, I think a lot of people will benefit from. You know, if there's two things that they took away from this call, they could be found in the law of going the extra mile, and that's the law of compensation. Okay, the law of compensation. Mm. Some people know it as like the law of attraction. You know, what you put out, you're going to get back. And the law of increased returns. I think that's a big one. The law of increased returns. And so, for those that have never heard that concept, basically what it means is, if, if a farmer were to go out and buy seed, you know, he's he's trying to make a profit on on his crops. If he goes and buys seed, he spends a thousand dollars on seed, and then come harvest time, he makes a thousand dollars on his crop he's going to go out of business real quick. He's not going to continue to do it because there's no profit. That's not why he does it. He goes in because he knows if he spends a thousand dollars on seed, then more than likely come harvest time, he's going to make seven thousand. He's going to make a seven times a return on his investment. And the same thing happens when you invest in your health. Okay. You don't just lose weight. Okay, that's probably the smallest thing that you get from it. You don't just build muscle, and that's probably the smallest thing that you get from it. You know, you get a seven times return. Your confidence increases, your energy level increases, your self-love increases, you know, your 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 habits, you know, your 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 uh because you're you're putting in healthier foods, you know, your, your thoughts are more clear. Like there's so many intangibles that come along with living a healthier lifestyle. And all of those can be carried over into what's required to grow your bank account. So I just wanted to touch up on that, man, real quick.
0: Wow, I love that. And it's, it's, it's so true. And I learn a lot. I've worked out now for 15 years. I started after my fourth hip replacement. I went to a Gold's gym near me. And uh, at that point, I could do uh, one column, uh I don't know if was miles or uh, I think it was miles, as most treadmills are. One mile an hour for 15 minutes. And uh, now I do can do treadmill. I've done treadmill for over an hour. It's just so boring. I didn't. I stopped. And wait a second. I'm. God. I. I got a muscular body for someone who can hardly really move joints. And so. I truly believe I've learned so much consistency, persistence, doing things when I don't feel like doing them. I never feel like working out because I'm sore. But I, in the middle of so many workouts, I've been like, wow, I'm so glad I decided to not to listen to the negative naysayers in my head and just go and work out today. And so what you learn from working out and having sound physical health, and even as you say, the eating looking after yourself better, you're thinking better, your energy level is better. I found myself walking, I was at the library yesterday, walking back to my car, and I was like, wow, I walk like a confident person. Like, you know, I feel healthy, I have, you know, I'm in pretty good shape, and it's like, wow, you know, geez, I shouldn't be saying all these internal thoughts I have, but you feel better when you are healthy and when you know that you're looking after your health,
1: I tell you what, man, I feel rich. I, there's a reason why Napoleon Hill put it second on the list. I feel rich when I am on top of, of my health and fitness. So now I want to get into right. that question that you asked about about Beach Body and why I got into Beach Body, man. And because because I feel I mean I, I it doesn't. It 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 doesn't take much, man. You know, any anywhere that you are in in America, you can look around. You know, I don't care if if you're in in New York or if you're in Houston or if you're out in San Diego, you can look around and you can see it. It, it it's it's not hard to see. You know, people who have not found a solution. You know, to to master this richness of life, and and that's what I found in Beachbody, Tom. That's what I found in Beachbody, a system. It's a it's a system, and and. What I mean by system, you know, before I got into, into health coaching, you know, I was in construction, construction management. That's what actually where I got my degree from at AM, construction science. And it was my job, you know, to look at blueprints all day and to price out projects. And so I tell people, I'm like, if you had a blueprint for a house, okay, if you had a blueprint for a house, how many houses can you build with that one blueprint? Unlimited. Well, unlimited. Uh, an unlimited amount, because it's a system, it's a blueprint, and that's what I found in Beachbody. These are systems, proven systems that will help you conquer, you know, master, achieve the number two richness of life, your sound physical health. You know, I know when I put a Beachbody program into somebody's hands, I know what's going to happen, and if it doesn't happen, what is that telling me, Tom? It's telling me no, they're not they didn't following use the it system.
0: Properly. They didn't use Yeah. That.
1: Yeah, man. But just like, you know, just like the science of success, it's a system. It's a system. I know if I put this system in somebody's hands, ultimately, they're going to get what they're after, just like Beachbody. I know if I put a Beachbody program into somebody's hands because it covers, you know, the, the four pillars, man, the four pillars of success for your fitness. Number one, you're going to get a fitness program. You're gonna get a fitness. We got over 700 fitness programs. You're gonna get one that matches you and meets you at your level. Okay, meets you at your level. Two, you're gonna get you're gonna get nutrition. Okay, you're going to get a nutrition plan and nutrition supplements that are going to fill in those gaps that most people are missing. I mean, let's just face it, man. With the way that America's food industry is so commercialized, there's a lot of gaps. You know, so we come in there and we fill it. Number three, you're going to get support. You're going to get peer-to-peer support. You know, I, uh, there, there's, there's, there's a saying that if you hang out with four millionaires, you'll be the fifth and and the same thing happens with fitness with healthy people if you hang around with healthy people four healthy people you're going to be the fifth you know so so birds of a feather flock together and then number four prizes prizes and recognition man those those go so far that does so much you know when you get a pat on the back you know because of the work that you're putting in so we take all four of those combine them into a system and 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 I, and and I work with people I, I help coach people you know, from the beginning of the system to the end of the system. And, and we've got, I mean, our, our record speaks for itself, man. We've, we've helped thousands of people, thousands of people. Uh, The company has helped thousands and thousands of people take control of their health and fitness and live a healthier lifestyle.
0: Nice, nice. And I worked for a number of years for a management consultant and in business, they use processes and systems to maximize their profit. So, people human people bodies can use processes and systems to ensure sound health and fitness so amazing now as you know my story involves a lot of the principle of learning from adversity and defeat and so i love to ask people and you know so many people see us in our best times you know smiling away but there's you know that hides the real truth so Tell me about your most challenging obstacle you've encountered in your life and and how you overcame it.
1: Oh man, man. Oh man, Tom, man. So I I, want to, I want to put this, you know, I want to frame this right. Okay. I want to frame this right. When I was 23 and, and I first picked up Napoleon Hill's think and grow rich. It really changed the course of my life because it allowed me to have purpose in everything that I'm doing. And what what does that mean? Well that that meant that that I could be strategic in the way that I live my life. You know, I live a life by design. And and my life I live by by a checklist. You know, the checklist of obtaining these richness of life. You know, I, I want to have a positive mental attitude, a sound physical health, harmony in human relationships. Those were the top three. Okay. The number four is freedom from fears. Freedom from fears. So when you ask that question, you know, what is my most challenging obstacle? You know, I come at it from how do I overcome my fears? And, and the fear, the one fear that I had that was the biggest, that took the most amount of work, the most courage, the most faith, you know, and really stretched me was overcoming my fear of water, overcoming my fear of water. And, and, and I did it by running a, a, an Ironman race. Well, a will half Ironman race. So 70.3 miles, uh, which, which my wife and I, we, we actually got married right after the race, uh, as, as, you know, a further, um, motivation to complete it. But I I, wow. I I I didn't learn how to swim. I didn't force myself to learn how to swim to complete the race. I learned it so I could check mark this richness off and you know, to to eliminate another fear. Now, when I say that I was afraid of water, Tom, I mean I was I was deadly afraid. Bro, I couldn't even fl- I couldn't even float on my back. If I was in a pool, you know, and I'm not a very tall guy, I'm like five five six five seven. You know, it's a, if it's a Friday night and I'm wearing my heels.
0: Right. And
1: if I got into a pool that was too deep for me, you know, where I, where it went above my nose, I would freak out, man. I would freak, I would flip out. I was I was so afraid of water, probably because I've almost drowned twice in my life. You know, so there was one moment in my life where I literally called out to God, you know, I, I, I just said, all right, I'm ready. Take me. And, 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 and luckily he, you know, he, he, he said, no, not yet. You know, you've got another, you've got a bigger calling. I'm not, I'm not done with you on planet earth yet. But to, to take that fear, you know, to look at that fear and say, I not only want to overcome you, I need to overcome you. If, if I want to find the success that I want in life, if I want to continue my journey to success, I need to overcome this fear. And that took so much work, man. That took so much work to overcome that fear. I had to take everything that I learned about about the 10 motives, you know, the 10 motives that Dr. Yeah. Dr. Hill shares, you know, how to how, does, how to to put those behind. How to take them all, man. And I had to put them behind me as, you know, strategically to overcome that fear. But as soon as I got done with that race, bro, as soon as I got done with that race mm. and 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 I was I was locked up with my future wife, you know, saying I do. Like, I felt so rich. I, now, I mean, one, because I was getting married to the love of my life, but but also because I had eliminated my biggest fear.
0: Wow. Wow. And fears are fears. And if we can get over our biggest one, then we know, okay, I can get over other ones. And that's uh, that helped me with, you know, I've got four hips, four knees, two shoulders are placed. There's been a lot of fear during those. And so anytime I have a fear now, it's like, is that as bad as having a hip replaced or uh, all those, you know, physical challenges you endured? And it's like, all right, what could possibly happen to me? (laughs) And so, you know, once you overcome the big fear, then you're like, okay, I overcame that one. So this is just like nothing. And so amazing. And everybody, you know, we all have unique sets of those years and challenges, so you're going to wonder why he even provided me with questions, because I'm going off the script here, but uh, you, uh, since you've read so much of Napoleon Hill, you know that when he mentions the mastermind of mine, he always writes that the number one mastermind partner is a person's spouse. And I don't know, but it looks to me like, uh, from what I see on social media and that, that You found, like, I don't believe in soulmates. I believe I can live with more than one person in the world. But you found a person that is not only perfect for you, but also who is an active, engaged part of your mastermind alliance, haven't you?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. I tell people, you know, kind of jokingly, she's not only my soulmate, she's my swole (laughs) mate.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: you know, we 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 love to live an active lifestyle, and and there was one there is one vow, you know that that we hold above all the rest. When we got married, you know there was there was one promise that we made to each other. And anytime I'm working with it with a young couple, you know I, I always I always share this story. But you know as as we were as we were you know sharing our vows, there was one thing that 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 we told each other, and and you know we bring it up we bring it up frequently, and it's this. I'm going to continue to grow for you and promise me that you'll continue to grow for me. And in saying that, you know, it's iron sharpens iron, you know, as she continues to get better, it forces me to come, become better. And as I continue to become better. And as I continue to challenge myself, it encourages her to continue to challenge herself. And, and, uh, that's that's how our relationship works, man. You know one person is down uh uh the other person <laughs> runs faster, <laughs> believe it or not, you know they say, all right, you know keep up, keep up, keep up and uh it it's worked out very very well for us so far
0: amazing amazing it uh certainly appears so, and when, when you have your when not a, and it doesn't always work, but when you have your spouse as a mastermind partner. It sure helps with everything else uh, in the marriage and in pursuing your purpose. Is, uh, two of the biggest things that we should focus on. So, uh, uh, PMA and uh, sound health, but also uh, people say, "Hey, I'm ex- I experience it too. I'm I'm just like everyone else." Even though I talk about this from the stage, anytime you experience pain, 24/7, 48 years, various states of. Uh, not being able to move things properly or do things properly, uh, motivation can wane and uh, negativity can set in. Um, so people want to know because, as I said I'm average, there's lots of people like me out there where motivation wanes and life sets in and um, the adversities are there and hard to ignore. So let people know. How do you say stay so motivated? Because anybody who follows you <laughs> knows that you are clearly motivated. Uh, it seems like all the time. Only Steph knows that it's not all the time.
1: You know, when when I say that that the science of success and 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 Napoleon Hill's other works, you know, thinking think and grow rich are are my guidebook to life, like I mean it. Like I'm he he has taught me so much. And one of the biggest things that I learned from him were the 10 motives of life. You know how to get motivated. You know, how to get motivated. You know the interesting thing is is that we we I mean you, me, everybody listening to this call are highly intelligent people. We are so smart that we can actually trick ourselves. We can actually play mind games on ourselves. That's how smart we are, and and the way that, that that I use these motives is is by tricking myself. You know, first first and foremost, and you know, whenever I'm going into something, I identify what it is that I want. Like, what is the objective? What is the purpose in these activities that are this action that I'm going to put this effort that I'm going to put into it? What is my objective? And then and then. I, I go through these lists of the 10 motives they don't change man these 10 motives you know desire for for self-preservation uh the the emotion of love the the emotion of fear the emotion of sex you know i I take these motives and and I get creative on how many of them I can put in front of me behind me to the side of me to force me in the direction that I want to go you know for instance, when i first started on on my my journey to to better health and fitness i knew i knew that i was going to have to do you know more than the average bear to get to where i wanted you know i didn't i didn't just want to lose 20 pounds i wanted a six pack and i had never had a six pack in my life so i had to do the things that 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 dr hill recommended you know and and one of the the big things that that i did one of the big things that I did was I I made my journey public. Okay. I made my journey public and I shared, I shared my my progress pictures, you know, on on, on a very consistent basis, man. If I wasn't updating pictures every day, it was like every week. And and the reason I did that was because one of the motives is for uh, the desire for recognition you know the praise that i got along the way on my journey filled up my tank to keep going yeah one of the biggest fears that we have in life is the fear of criticism it's the fear of what will people say that prevents us from doing so many things but i learned that i could flip that i could actually use fear as a motive to get where I wanted to go instead of as a barrier to prevent me from getting there. So when I started posting these pictures, I was putting that fear of criticism. What will people say if I fail behind me as a motive to get where I wanted to go? You know, what would have happened, Tom, if I didn't transform this, you know, 30, 40 pound overweight guy into a chiseled six pack? What would people have said? Well, who knows? Who knows? But I I, I will tell you that because I put myself in a position to even to even receive that criticism, I ultimately got to that six pack. So learning how to use these 10 motives to get to where you want to go is one of the most powerful things that any person can do.
0: I love it. I love those 10 motives. That's the 12 riches of life and the 10 motives are two of the top 20 visited pages of my website, as I said earlier. You just write about Napoleon Hill. People around the world are going to find it. So the 12 Riches of Life, are uh, so powerful. I read that regularly. And the 10 uh, Emotions uh, or uh, 10, what is it, Motives. Uh, there's also a good one with the Positive and Negative Emotions. And so, yes, if you keep those things in mind, uh, clearly it's going to be a lot easier to stay motivated. So now everybody has, a, you know, any Napoleon Hill, Person, along with their purpose, they have a goal, a big goal. So what's your next biggest challenge or goal that you're pursuing at the moment?
1: You know, I, I've got a lot of sayings that I live by, Tom. And, and, and one, of, one of the big ones, one of the big ones is that if, if there's no growth, if, if you're not growing, then you're dying if you're not growing, then you're dying. You know, and the only way to grow is to continue to challenge yourself. You know, it's, it's, it's it's so awesome how, how we're on your show called the journey to success. And because the journey never ends, you know, once you get to the very top, there's only one way you can go, bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Once you get to the top, there's only one direction you can go from there, so you never ever ever want to peak. You always want to have something in front of you that's going to challenge you, that's going to constantly require you to to stay in the trenches. That's going to constantly require you, you know, to use this philosophy. And and like like I alluded to earlier, man, you know, my my uh, uh, everything that I do is, is strategic. You know, living a life by design. And and as I go through these twelve riches of life, you know, for the first third of my life. For the first third of my life, um, I've learned and I've been patient, you know, to put that twelfth one, that last one, the economic security, you know, the financial prosperity, where it belongs at the end of the list. And I told myself, when I get through the first eleven, then I'll start on the twelfth. And guess where I'm at right now? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, I'm on uh, the And Ray, last let one. me
0: add, let me add that once you get once you master the first eleven. You don't have to even start pursuing the twelfth or make a big effort because once you got the first eleven, the twelfth follows. And as Napoleon yeah. Hill says, when it happens, it comes in overflowing amounts. You're like, holy cow! Like this is an overflowing amount. I didn't think of this amount. And so once you master the eleven, the twelfth is like basically eighty-five percent, ninety percent overcome or achieved already.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
0: And, 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 you know, and and all the, all the, all the
1: uh, material, you know, as we kind of uh, brought up a scenario earlier, you know, where, where someone's on stage and they're talking about something they're at an expert in, you know, you, you pay attention. And, and, you know, I've had my share of, of listening to uh, uh, people, speakers who have found you know financial success and, and I've listened and I've taken notes and one of the one of the common elements that I've picked up on all of them is their their passion for real estate their knowledge in real estate you know ultimately when you when that money does come when it does flow and like you said you Napoleon know, Hill says, when it when it comes it's going to flow it you know at such a high rate that you you won't believe it when it does come you've got to get into real estate you you've, you've got to park it into real estate you've got to invest in real estate you've got to have your real estate game down and and that's where I'm at right now man that that's my my biggest challenge right now is 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 to to become a master in the real estate game you know for for my own sake for my family's sake and to continue to to pass down what i've learned Man, it's exciting it's an exciting time to be alive
0: amen that's how i started in my 20s i took a raymond aaron real estate course that's where i met shane moran the co-founder of organo uh uh just organo now it used to be organo gold i met him there uh uh that's where I was introduced to Think and Grow Rich because Raymond Aaron had it on his recommended book list and Shane said, hey, of all the books on the list, read this one first. And so uh, it's exciting when you start to learn about that and what people are doing and the various different ways uh, uh, people are buying and selling real estate. And so when you put yourself in the middle of that... Uh, you're going to earn money, whether you're selling it, buying it, or any other thing you do in the process of real estate. So uh, now, geez, I even said before the show, one of my faults is I don't mention the website often enough. So CantuCoaching.com, but it's C-A-N, the number two, Coaching.com. So CantuCoaching.com, which is funny because his last name is Cantu, C-A-N-T-U. But don't think of that spelling. Think of C-A-N, the number two, coaching.com. So everybody, it's clear. If you follow me, it's clear what I think about the principle of sound health. And I have a lot of reasons not to be exercising because I am fatigued and in pain all the time. And most of the time, I don't feel like working out that day. And I'm so happy that I don't listen to my own negative thoughts on the topic and just go ahead and do it because I decided to do it. So people, don't ignore the principle of sound health. It affects so many areas, as Ray said earlier, other than just your health. Think about your children. If you are needing sound health, I bet your children look like they need sound health as well. Whatever the case is, don't ignore the principle. Find a coach. Find a Napoleon Hill certified instructor who specializes in sound health, who has a process and a system. Oh, wait, that's Ray. So contact Ray. Come on, if you know the science of success and you're passionate about fitness and health and an expert in that area. Uh contact him. Even if you don't live near him, Ray's willing to help. He can help. And so can 2 Uh, Ray, thanks so much. This is an important principle that it, visibly you can see many people ignoring, and that is costing them, their families, and our economy billions of dollars, because if it was taken care of, uh, uh, everything would be better in our lives and in our country. So, CantuCoaching.com. Ray, thanks so much for being on the show today. Uh, I love following you and Steph on social media, and I know that, as you say, once you get those 11 riches of life, real estate is just going to be the one that uh, brings the uh, truck to the door with the money. And uh, I know you approach it the same way as a Napoleon Hill instructor, well, that you're approaching, that you're working to serve people. Now you're serving people in real estate as well as health and fitness. So Cantu Coaching. Great, thanks so much for being on the show today.
1: Hey, absolutely, guys. Uh and 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 and, and Tom, you know, I, I I applaud you for all the work that you put in, man. You know, with all the adversities that, that you've faced in life, you know, to continue to to uh, stay healthy and fit, And that 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 is so awesome. You know, so so to all the listeners, man, if 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 Tom can do this, man, you can too. CantuCoaching.com.
0: Thanks, Ray. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details.